Welcome to the Efficient Private Clients Podcast, where we delve into the intricacies of the financial planning world and bring you our latest market and economic expertise. We continue today's session on AI and technology and how the technologies are forming part of business revenue streams. Once again, I'm your host, Carl Parkey, and today we continue our discussion with Efficient Private Clients Portfolio Manager, Renier Fancel. In the previous episode, we started on this journey of AI discovery, where we covered its origins and the definition of AI. We also looked at the application of AI around us, as well as the risks involved. Let's delve into the more interesting side of the discussion and look at some of the investment opportunities in this space and what companies are doing. Perhaps starting with the largest outside of NVIDIA, which most of us have heard a lot about by now, Microsoft. It's something we use every day, whether it's through Teams or Office. What are they doing? Yes, so thank you, Carl, and, and hello. I, I think the, the biggest one is Microsoft. It's almost the one that started now this craze almost mm-hmm. the last year. If you think about it through ChatGPT, mm-hmm. and when ChatGPT became mainstream, everybody jumped on the bandwagon and yes. they started to bring out products left, right, and center. So I think it's only fitting that we start with Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, what Microsoft is busy at the moment is that, interestingly enough, they're building their own AI chip which is similar to NVIDIA's GPU. And yes. that, that apparently will be a double blow to NVIDIA uh, because currently NVIDIA provides the AI chip for Microsoft for its data center. Yes, and they've had a lot more focus on the AI part of the business over the last few years. Yes, they have, absolutely. The, the likes of NVIDIA has been in AI for mm. almost a decade now. They've been yes. way early to the party, which was a good thing because when this craze became a thing, mm-hmm. they had supply yes. all of a sudden. Yes. And they had the supply chains, for example. But yeah, some of these big companies like Microsoft and Amazon, etc., they're still very reliant from the chip side. Mm-hmm. And now as of late, they started to become a little bit less dependent, mm. breaking away from that. So it's all about now the capabilities of the chip itself. Will it be able to compete with NVIDIA's chips at first? And whether later on, will they be able to sell it then to third parties? Yeah, yeah. or if That's it's going to have some, some teething problems. Exactly. There's always teething problems with these type of things. Um, now, I think, uh, you know, what's, what's also important to mention from Microsoft side is that they're busy with a chatbot also at the moment mm-hmm. which they call Copilot. Copilot. So yeah, so Copilot basically has ChatGPT like abilities mm-hmm. and what it does is it goes to work in offices. It churns out meeting transcripts, calendar entries and also PowerPoint slides almost instantaneously. Mm. You know, it almost feels like Microsoft is trying to cover the whole office spectrum at the moment. Yes. yes. On, on the office side with its PowerPoint and with Excel and with Word, those solutions, exactly. but also with at-premise, mm. at-premise stuff, because yeah. certain companies are returning back to work, believe yes. it or not. You know, and they are, there's more meetings that's taking place. People are doing more in-person presentations again, etc. Mm-hmm. So that's good for Microsoft. No, it's quite interesting that you mentioned Copilot because I saw just recently, I think it was last week, they rolled out the, the beta and it installed yes. on my home PC. So I haven't actually taken the time to, to play with it just yet. Please let me know. Yeah, yes. I definitely will. We spoke about Facebook briefly in our previous podcast. Would you like to elaborate on some of the things that they're busy with? Yes, I will. Um, so, so Facebook is an interesting one. Um, we know that Zuckerberg has spent much of the last year downplaying the near-term prospects for the metaverse, mm. which he's long been a, an advocate of and has promoted. Yes. So more likely he's instead been advancing the idea that new forms of AI will supercharge 
the company's growth and its existing services. So there was a clear pivot mm. you know, from Zuckerberg's side as to where the, the business sees the near-term uh, opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, now the the newest one is that they've announced an AI assistant, uh, which is basically based on multiple celebrity voices. Okay. So there's something like uh, 28 uh, different chatbots mm-hmm. 28 different celebrities that you can now choose with and I know obviously from a social point of view because Facebook is a social company yes, yes. you know I think users will like that very much yeah yeah so definitely it's their way of going into it that's on top of obviously what uh, Facebook is using AI for in the mm-hmm. background of basically you know pushing through content pushing yes. through ideas yes, um, yes. travel destinations etc so I think yeah. I think also um, you know the whole metaverse thing was was more of the concept than, than an actual practical plan and they pushed a lot of money into the concept. Yes. And I think Zuckerberg took some, some criticism there where we all kind of had discussions around, you know, how we should do that with his own money, similar to what we see with, with Elon Musk. Of course. But I think, yeah, like you mentioned, if he clarifies what he's trying to do and shows how, how it's going to create revenue and we see people engaging more with AI, it, it will actually start to, to make some kind of sense. Absolutely. And, you know, Facebook is one of the companies, one of the best free cash flow generators out there. They're printing so much money, you know, that they can just basically flush down the drain in so much areas. Yes. And unfortunately, Zuckerberg has found that area in mm. the form of the metaverse to yes, flush exactly. it down with. And you're 100% right. Like we've discussed in the past, we would have preferred that he uses his own money instead of investor money Mm -hmm. where they must start to focus more on their bread and butter business of advertising because in the future so many players are coming into that space Mm. we're seeing now the likes of Disney even and the likes of Amazon uh, advertising revenues are becoming a bigger part of their businesses and at the end of the day Companies can only allocate so much money towards Mm. advertising. They must choose the platforms. So, yeah, Yeah. I agree with you. No, exactly. I think we've got a lot more virtual real estate that we're coming across where they can do these things. Yes, absolutely. So what do we see happening for other companies like the Amazons and the Apples? Very good question. So so the Amazon is at the forefront as well. They've Mm. also started to develop their own microchips um, to to compete essentially against the other tech majors. Those two chips that they've already developed, they're called um, Tranium and then Inferentia. And that will help Amazon web customers uh, basically with an alternative platform to train their large language models on. You know, okay. So they would make it available to the masses at the end of the day. And it will be integrated into Amazon Web Services, which is a very good thing. Um, then we've more recently seen that Amazon has invested $4 billion US dollars into the startup Anthropic, mm-hmm. uh, which you've read about now yes. in the news as of late. And that is where they basically want to rival the likes of Microsoft, Google and NVIDIA you know, directly. Mm. So Anthropic owns a chatbot as well, which they call Claude, and that uh, rivals against ChatGPT, for example. So a lot of companies, you know, bringing out chatbots nowadays. Definitely. And Amazon is one of the latest ones to yes. go into that space. And then Amazon also uses AI in the rest of its Amazon Prime services, mm-hmm. etc. And also then on um, on uh, you know its e-commerce platforms as well to push through products and to get user preferences and to advertise, etc. Yes. No. Perfect. Thank you for that. Yeah. And then just a lot. Last one, because sure, you asked sure. me on Apple. Yes. My apologies. So the Apple 
they've been a latecomer to mm. this whole party. You know, Apple's always been a company that has developed products internally, mm-hmm. much rather than going and acquiring companies. And a lot of the, the things in the AI space is acquisitions at the moment. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies are doing it internally, like the likes of Google with Bard, etc. But other companies have acquired, you know, uh, Microsoft with ChatGPT, now yes. Tropic with Amazon, etc. Um, Apple, you know, they've been around in AI for quite some time through Siri. Mm-hmm. It is a form of AI technology. Yes. Um, so it's not new for them at the end of the day. But what they've started to do now is they've started to hire dozens of roles in places like Seattle, Paris, California, and even Beijing. Okay. Especially in, in spaces like large language models, mm. where they're trying to get into that space. The problem with these big companies that are coming in almost late is that they... They, they need talent yes and talent is scarce yes. especially in such a sophisticated area of the market so we'll see in the future how they cope and how they adapt especially from the labor point of view no definitely i think we can agree there's a lot of competition in this space and while our intelligence is not artificial we hope it's been insightful <laughs>